You're listening to the Peak Annual Wellness Podcast with Dr. Jeffrey Epstein. joining the Peak Annual Wellness Center podcast. My name is Chris. We're here with Dr. Jeff Epstein. How are you doing today, Jeff? Hey, Chris. Awesome. And uh, this episode is especially interesting because on the line we have Stephanie Dumont. She's from San Diego, and she is a business and life coach of 18 years. Uh, She writes for the Conscious and Carefree blog over at becarefree.com. That's the letter B, carefree.com, and she's a mastermind facilitator. Uh, Welcome to the show, Stephanie. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. And uh, tell us just a little bit more about yourself. I know that, you know, you and I talked a little bit beforehand. Uh, There's just so many interesting things uh, that you're you're involved with and that you're doing, that you have done. Just give us a little bit of a background of where you've come from, where you're at, and where you're going. Well, my background is in sociology. Uh, I like to think of myself as a sociologist. Uh, It's what I went to school for. And um, my goal at that time was to uh, teach sociology at the master's level. Um, And I ended up coming across the field of coaching. At that time, it was really just kind of unfolding. Uh, It was still kind of considered quackery as well, which is always fascinating to me. Um, And that was in about 1998. And while I was looking for a carpool up to a master's program in Los Angeles, I, one of the people that drove the carpool was actually a corporate coach and uh, introduced me to this corporation he worked for in San Diego that did uh, motivation and success training. And I was hired there on the spot three days later. I changed my life, actually, the course of my life, because I ended up uh, going into coaching and then getting my master's degree in my study uh, in coaching from Coach University um, just a few years after that. So um, you you never really know how life is going to, you know, take you along. It's very, very interesting. And um, I am an executive and empowerment coach, like you said, in San Diego. Um, I lead Los Angeles mastermind groups over the phone. So I lead groups of people between about six to eight people, and we meet once a week for an hour over the phone in a teleconference room, and we set goals, and we make plans to establish dreams, and we're like a you know board of directors, a sounding board, and uh, all different types of entrepreneurs and professionals in these groups um, just looking to you know kind of live life as, as best they can. So uh, that's what I'm doing right now, and I established a blog to kind of help people out um, a little bit more consistently and in the written form uh, with a partner in Toronto last year, um, and it's called Conscious and Carefree, like you said, and we're helping people to live more joyful and productive lives. So we have a series of videos that we've shot uh, on all different types of subject matter, but really it's just uh, predominantly about uh, helping people to have more joyful uh, and productive lives. So that's that's who I am, a little bit about who I am, and I'm excited to talk to you guys today because I believe that, uh, you know, in order for us to be healthy in our lives, uh, happiness is key. You're right. You know, life takes us uh, down really interesting paths here. Um, 
and yeah, you know, happiness and fulfillment, you know, talk to us a little bit about that, you know, and, and before, before we get there, you know, Dr. Jeff, our, our, our mantra here at Peak and Wellness Center is to get people to stay healthy, live longer, and enjoy life. Um, and talk to us just a little bit about that, Jeff. And, and, I, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, uh, Stephanie, about how can seniors, you know, or, or just anyone in general do that, you know, feel, understand and get to that point of happiness and fulfillment in their lives. You know, thanks for that story, Stephanie. It's amazing what you've uh, done and what you've accomplished so far. Um, you know, we're, we're about keeping people as healthy as they can be. Uh, whether you're healthy and you stay healthy or whether you're not healthy and you just be as healthy as you can be, once you achieve that, that level of health, then, you know, uh, then Stephanie comes in with, with her expertise. So, because even if you're healthy, it doesn't necessarily, necessarily mean you're happy or content right. uh, or comfortable. Um, and it takes, um, and then again, it doesn't matter what your health is as long as you're, you're being the best you can be and striving. And again, you know, I'm really curious to hear the tips Stephanie has um, for anybody who's trying to be the best they can be. How can they take themselves to that next level and be happy and content and fulfilled and look forward to waking up every day, you know, to live whatever that day has to offer? Yes, yes. Well, you know what? There's there's a quote that I love, and the quote is, um, what you think about, you talk about, and what you talk about, you bring about. So what are you thinking about? And this is really where uh, where I believe that happiness begins, um, because we have you know something like seventy to ninety thousand thoughts that come through our mind on any given day, and we we don't often pay attention to them. A lot of them are unconscious or you know subconscious, and so uh, what I believe helps to bring more lifetime happiness is to start to kind of observe our thoughts. It's It sounds basic, um, but a lot of people don't do it. They're very, very busy, and, you know, they've got people to see and things to do, and uh, we don't spend a lot of time observing or thinking about our own thoughts. And that observation can become a tool to help us to become more grounded uh, more calm, more joyful, uh, more prosperous, um, more passionate about things. And, uh, you know, it's something that it, it's key. It's it's one of the first pieces of this puzzle. It's one of the first pieces of foundation that I really, you know, encourage my clients to do when they make a statement. Um, you know, oftentimes they'll make a statement based on their past history. They won't even make a statement about what's happening for them right now. And I kind of have them to, you know, look at the statement and to talk about it a little bit to help them to understand where they are today and where they want to be. You know, we, we spend a lot of time kind of living in the past. And, um, you know, it's important for us to learn what it is to live in the present and then to speak confidently, optimistically, to think optimistically, and to engage in exchanges and dialogue about the present and the future in a way that we really want to live our life. So that's that's number one right there. I guess the first step is just to 
realize what you're saying and what you're thinking, and then you're not thinking good thoughts, you try to make the thoughts positive. And if you are thinking good thoughts, you try to just go with that positive thought process you have. That's that's a really, really great way to start because we we don't realize, you know, our, our thoughts are like kind of like grooves on a record album. And so we, we, we replay these patterns and these grooves over and over again, unless, you know, something kind of jolts us out of it or, you know, we're introduced to something that we're drawn to that helps us to kind of reprogram ourselves like a computer. And so we get stuck in these kind of old paradigms and these old thoughts or even old feelings, like somebody who's been through some kind of a, you know, a, a health change or, or a difference in life. I know you, you and I talked about when people go through major life transitions and, you know, we have to kind of plan for them as best we can. And then we have to set ourselves up for success instead of, you know, going into worry or going deep into problems. Um, we, we, this, is, this is what we've been conditioned to do as a society. And so I try to help my clients to kind of be really clear about, you know, who do you want to be at this point in your life? Because, right, as, as people change, Jeff, as people get older, uh, life changes, you know, for a lot of people dramatically. And, you know, with, with uh, wellness, wellness is a lifestyle. And, you know, I love that your company helps people with, you know, yearly wellness exams because it's proactive. It's, uh, you know, these people are have having a relationship with themselves and they've told themselves that they're healthy or if somebody's, you know, gotten healthy, if they weren't well before and they had some illness or they got over something, they had a surgery, let's say, um, but they want to stay healthy there. We have to work on that. That's, that's like, you know, if you were in a class, you'd have to do homework. We have to practice these principles of wellness and well-being and we have to like put them into practice on a daily basis and if we don't know how to do it then we have to you know incorporate somebody like myself somebody's a coach or you know they might be able to get recommendations from you know peak annual wellness about who they can see that can help them with kind of where they are and who they are at at any given time at any stage in their life and then where they want to be I guess no matter how you how old you are or no matter how your health is, you can still, you know, change your thoughts to positive and you can still I guess be the best you can be. You I gotta take the, action. You know, if you have the thoughts, then maybe you'll take the action. Right? It's true. It's true. And and you know, sometimes we don't know how to do it, so it's it's good to get a role model, um, or to read about other people that have done it, you know, with the internet. We can research anything um, or reading a book about someone that has inspired you. You know, if you have a, a some kind of a health crisis that you've gone through or, you know, that you're still kind of, um, I would say, recovering from, you could read about somebody who had a difficult situation and see how they did it. So, um, you know, it's not something we had who was a, a gold medalist and who was a high achiever. Yes. It's really interesting about how he approached life and, and problems and how he worked with him. Could, could you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Well, so he, he was a, a four-time Olympic champion uh, for running. And, 
you know, he knew at a very young age that he responded well to coaching and to shaping. So, you know, we have to find out how each one of us function. We need to find out how we work and what's best for us. And at each stage of life, that changes. So at the next stage, we need to kind of pause and check in with ourselves. You know, I like this that, Jeff, you do the checkups for the peak annual wellness, and I do the check-ins with my clients. I help teach them how to check in with themselves and to check in with those around them. You know, they have children, um, grandchildren. Um, you know, we have a support team of people around us. At least that's one of the other things I wanted to talk to you about today is making sure they have a good support team. Um, but with my uh, Olympic client, you know, he I, we worked together very, very closely for over eight years. He just wanted to go back into the mindset of being a champion. And he knew that in order to be a champion, a champion is coached and shaped on a regular basis, on a daily basis, and a weekly basis. And that's what we need to do for ourselves. We don't have to be an Olympian in order to live a healthy wellness lifestyle. We just have to kind of think like one. We have to think of, okay, so, you know, what do I want my life to be? How do I want to be in my life? And Or how would I like my life to look like in five years? And then we create a plan and we educate those around us and we start taking the steps to get there. So, Stephanie, you know, Jeff, he he takes, like you said, he takes people through a check-up, if yeah. you will. Um, you know, and, and he's got, you know, I've seen these reports, you know, and they're just, they're, they're detailed and they're great. And, you know, people can take them back to their doctor for even better care. Uh, but you talked about a check-in. Take us through what does, you know, let's say if I'm one of your clients or something, what, is it, what does a check-in look like? What can people, what kind of steps can people actually take today that they can go through that check-in with themselves mentally? Well, for for me, with my clients, a check-in is really kind of an assessment uh, about where they are today. So the assessment would be, you know, I, I would recommend somebody make a gratitude list, for example. You know, we're in our society, especially with what's going on today, uh, outside of ourselves, there's a lot of chaos going on. And um, it's it's a very stressful time. It's just stressful for everybody. Um, people are overwhelmed, too much information, most of it's negative, and, um, you know, we're just trying to get our feet firmly on the ground with that, and that's like outside of ourselves. So, you know, it, part of a check-in might be also, you know, I know my mother used to sit at home all day with the news on, and I would come in and I'd be like, oh my gosh, mom, you know, how can you function just hearing all of this chaos all the time. And she's like, oh, well, I just have it on in the background. And I say, yeah, but that's like, then it's going into your subconscious. You're really absorbing all this information, and and it's a lot. And so you're not even isn't aware that, that you're absorbing it. CNN, constant negative news, is, isn't that what that stands for? <laughs> so can't, exactly. Exactly. And And, you know, for me, I just think it's, if we're just, you know, hanging on to every word that everybody is saying and what this person's doing and what that person's doing. It's it's like, I just think it's the, the constant distraction 
from us living a happy life. I really do. I That's the idea what, that of is, making the gratitude list. Yep. Gratitude list because we are constantly in our society focused on what's not working. And we have been raised and spoon-fed to believe this. Instead of looking every day at, you know, what do I have to be grateful for in my life? I live in a beautiful home. I have gorgeous, healthy children. I'm a mile away from the beach. Uh, I have wonderful neighbors that live behind me. I can go outside and ride my bike right now and the sun is shining. You know, these are things we just take for granted. So, we, you know, we get what we focus on. We, we get and we become what we focus on. And Absolutely. people really don't understand that principle. It's, it's, I don't think uh, there are probably people that don't want us to understand that principle because then everybody would just be thriving and happy and going about their passion projects and living their life. And what do you recommend doing on a, on a daily basis to keep on target? Like, you know, writing a gratitude list is a great idea. Uh, should you think like every day of something good that happened yesterday or something good that's going to happen tomorrow? What, what kind of uh, suggestions do you make to your clients to, to get them in that positive mood and get them um, feeling good and thinking positively about the future? Well, the first the first thing that they can do is really just decide that they want to do that. They commit and they say, okay, you know what? I want to live a healthier life. I want to live a happier life. So I need to take a look at some things. And, and we really have to be honest with ourselves. And so if we have some habits and some patterns that haven't been serving us in our, in our highest interests, and we all know what those are. Don't get me wrong. We, we really, you know, it's one thing to know something, and it's a completely other thing to do it. And so for me, with coaching, with my clients, it's all about action. I, I will not work with anybody who's not ready and willing to take action to make positive change in their life. And it's probably similar for peak annual wellness, isn't it, Jeff? I mean, don't you don't you want to be working with clients that are taking care of themselves and you know, helping you guys out? Yeah, and and we're hoping that you know, when we do the our, our visit and uh they see where they are, you know, today with their health and, and what they can do can do to improve it, we're hoping that we sort of uh, incentivize or give people the idea that they can you know, be healthier or stay healthy. Um, and so it's that yeah. kind of check in, you know, on your, on your health and then it's, yep. you know, envisioning where you want to be in the future. And we're certainly going to, uh, encourage people, um, to exercise and live a healthy lifestyle and to think the right kinds of thoughts. Yeah. Um, my, my question, Stephanie, um, is, you know, um, and, and I have this challenge or we have this challenge with everything we recommend people do, you know, for example, someone that needs a will, you know, there's, wills that are expensive and wills that aren't so expensive and people have different resources. Um, and I think if you have the resources to be the best you can be, you know, you get a coach because there's nothing like somebody like you, Stephanie, coaching you all, along Thank the way. You. Uh, Thanks, what Jeff. does somebody do if, if they can't afford a coach or don't have access to somebody like you? Um, so I, I, I'm, groups or are there other yep. avenues they can search through? Absolutely. Um, if you're not going to work with a coach or, you know, join a mastermind group, I would say one of the first things that you can do that will really help you out is to identify your support team. Like, who do you already have that is supporting you? So, you know, for example, Peak Annual Wellness would be part of their support team, Dr. Jeff, right, Dr. Epstein. 
And, you know, all of us have different areas of support. Like you said, we have an attorney that we work with. We have an accountant we work with. We have a, a dentist we work with. So identify who your support team is, um, if it's your daughter. And, and then we can even, just like in a corporation, you know, the support team have certain roles that they serve. So identify what roles each member of your support team will serve. You know, when um, when my mother was uh, got sick, my mom got very sick, unfortunately, several years ago. She's no longer with us. And, you know, I was one of her primary supporters. And I wore a lot of hats. And she did not want, you know, a lot of people involved. And it was a massive, massive responsibility for me. Um, however, uh, I was willing to take it on. and. It, you know, it was an honor, you know, today I see what a great honor it was to be able to do it because I feel like I was able to give back to her, you know, as much as she gave to me throughout my life. Um, but not everybody's children or not everybody's, you know, nieces can take on such arduous roles. So I think it's really important, too, with our support team to maybe tell someone, like, you know, if you're if you want your child to be a certain type of supporter, you want um, somebody that you know, like a good friend to support you in some way, it's good to inform them and, and also ask, you know, make a request and say, does this work for you? Is it okay for you to support me this way? Does it feel good? Because we also don't want to, you know, burden someone too much if, uh, if, it's, if they're not the right person for the job, so to speak. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And, um, you know, um, what I was thinking, can you go online and, and get some resources? Like if they were on your website, are there resources there that would help them take the first step and then, you know, um, understand how to take that second step, whether it was someone locally, if they're not in your area or even to reach out to you, because I'm sure you can do this anywhere being that, you know, you do your, uh, sessions on, on the internet and on a WebEx type, uh, platform, but, um, on your on your website and on your blog, do you, do you handle issues like this frequently? You know, what, on the blog, what we normally do is we we have a lot of different articles on a lot of different subject matter. I mean, we have some really great articles on like embracing change, for example, and there are actual tips and guidelines in there uh, if you want to embrace change more happily. Um, we have a lot of. Uh, blog posts on thinking and positive thinking so we can help you to think a certain way. And then we have some blog posts also on taking positive action. What does that mean? How do I apply that to my own life? And so, you know, yes, I do have some of those resources. However, uh, you know, it might be better for, you know, Peak Annual Wellness to have a resource page themselves if you guys um, you know, have that going and where you can make recommendations like trusted recommendations that they can use. Um, you know, for me, it's all about referral. I, I don't use any type of provider or support person that I haven't been, um, you know, referred to or recommended to. That's just how I roll. I, I really like to know uh, the providers in my life and, um, you know, I want to be able to trust people and know that someone has had success with them in the past. So I would recommend people go to their friends, like go to people they know and ask them, you know, who are you using for this? You know, who is your 
uh, attorney who can write up a will? Uh, have you had this experience before? And um, and or to go to the support person on your list that you identify as somebody who can answer those questions. That's what I would recommend. Dr. Jeff sees plenty of people and, you know, is going to continue to see plenty of people as this grows and people become more aware of this type of visit. Um, and, you know, we interact with people every day and we can tell them, hey, this is really healthy for you to not only be uh, really good with what you're eating and drinking and consuming, but also with your mental health. And these are some steps you can take. But uh, what's wh- what would you say to somebody who might be going through, like you're saying, these places of change in their lives where, you know, they need to embrace change. What would you say to somebody who is apprehensive about building community or building connections that is going to lead to their overall well-being? And maybe they've got some thoughts about, oh, it's too much work, or maybe it's not even worth it, or I can do this on my own. Uh, Mm. What would you say to somebody who has who's maybe having those kinds of thoughts and doesn't know how to break through the, those walls. I, <laughs> I've i had lots of experience with people who, uh, you know, have the like the Lone Ranger syndrome. And um, it's not a recipe for happiness. That's not what I've seen, really. Um, and I've worked with a lot of people who are some pretty massive Lone Rangers. And, um, you know, with the apprehensiveness, I think that your patients and or your clients really need to identify, you know, what do they want? It's it's number one. It's really simple. Um, and it's a very important question. And so it's like, you know, what do I really want? And, you know, we, we don't often think to ask ourselves this. We know we don't want, Right. So we can identify what we don't want uh, day, morning till night, all hours of the day. And most of us do, unfortunately, um, unless we're being mindful. And then we have to ask ourselves, what do we want? And then and it's like, what am I willing to do to get what I want? What am I willing to do to be who I want to be? Am I willing to... Stop eating Malamars so, you know, I, I don't get really sick. Am I willing to um, exercise and participate, go outside and get my vitamin D from the sun? Am I willing to take a walk or find an exercise that I find pleasing to me, like doing something that really brings me joy and I get to move my body and get my blood pumping and get oxygen moving in my body at the same time? So, you know, you can bring a horse to water. I'm sure you guys know that. And so you really have to just Definitely, put the responsibility back. Go ahead. That, that you know, I, I, it brought a thought up because, yeah. you know, when you were talking about the, the Olympic athlete that you were coaching, and yeah. he had this internal drive to be the best he could be, to be the best in the world. Um, what, what do you do with somebody that you know, doesn't have that kind of drive, just wants to be average? Because we want to really encourage people when they actually do something, anything, we want them, as you said, to have a positive thought about it. Not to think yes. about what they didn't do. Like everybody yes. knows they should be doing 20 minutes three times a week. We're like, if you yeah. get up and do a mile walk, you should celebrate it because you did something. And that's totally awesome. 
And that's a really great point, Jeff. It's really important. And, you know, if you want to be average and, and have a, you know, happy average life, that's fantastic. You just have to know that that's what you want to be and that's who you want to be. And then you have to, like you said, it's, it's the little things that we're doing that are making the big difference. Everybody thinks you have to go out and do something huge. And it's not true. It's it's like it could be moment by moment decisions that you're making to do something different. It could be like you said that walk that you take, the one mile walk that you go out and do that day, or uh, that you go to a, a yoga class, you know, a gentle yoga class for the first time. You know, these are risks. This is something actually I had on my list to share with you today because risk taking is really really important to live a happy life. It just is. And you can take small risks. Stephanie, you're into change and risk. Aren't those like the two most frightening things out there? Yeah. You, to me, that's how you get the most out of life. I mean, if you just want to kind of come here and sit around and go, oh, that was good, and then leave, you know, you can do that. And um, But I'm I'm just saying that in order to live an extraordinary life and in order to have a longevity of happiness, you know, we want to be happy throughout our entire lives. And it's not just just we're young. I always hear people reminisce and say, oh, gosh, when I was in high school or when I was in college, those were the days. I'm like, what about today? What about today? And and how do you make today one of those days? And that's what this is about. This is about a lifestyle. This is about longevity of happiness and wellness and, you know, and passion. It might be volunteer work. You know, go out and help someone. Go make it right. Go to a food shelter and, and hand out bread that day for people that don't have a place to live. Let me tell you something. You'll look at yourself and your life different by the end of the day. Stephanie, I mean, that's a great point. And do you find, and again, I keep going back to this Olympic athlete or this Olympic champion coach. I think you've coached uh, the CEOs and these high. Sure. Do you find that when they achieve something of, of significance, it's a lot of little steps or a lot, you know, one step at a time. It's a lot of little steps to do big loops and have amazing insights. We think it's that day-to-day work they do. There you go. It's it's it is the day-to-day work. I mean, you know, you do it as a physician on a daily basis, right? You're doing this work on a daily basis. It is the day-to-day work that we do. Um, every day counts. And the thing is, is if we didn't, you know, if we didn't accomplish the goal that we wanted to that week. Um, there are other things that we can recognize that we have accomplished. And so it's important for us to shift our focus, to shift our attention to these things. This is how we live a happy life. And, you know, in order to live a wellness lifestyle and in order to be healthy, health, health includes not just physical health. Health includes our mental health, our emotional health, our psychological health, and our, you know, spiritual health. These are all things that we have to focus on, and and unfortunately, most of our society neglects them. You know, I I feel like we could go uh, another hour or two. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, Uh, we have to have me back. Yeah, uh, we would love to if if you're okay with that. Um, Sure. You know, it's uh, it's been a a pleasure, um, you know, and, and, you know, our time is running out here, but... um, you know, tell folks where they can can go and find uh, everything that, that you're doing and how they can stay connected with you and stay updated. Yes, absolutely. So if you're interested in living a happy, healthy, 
more joyful and more productive life, I want to invite you to come to our blog uh, and and sign up. You can put in your email address and you can get weekly updates through email of when we have a new article out. And so your you know patients or clients can visit the letter B carefree.com. That's the letter B, the word carefree.com. Or they can even email me if they have a question or, or a thought or an idea. And my name is Stephanie, S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E, the at symbol, the letter B, carefree.com. I'm happy to answer a question or a concern or uh, I would love to hear you know feedback if this was valuable to your clients. That's always a joy for me. This was great. Thank you so much uh, for your time, Stephanie. It was really, Pleasure. really enlightening material. And um, again, I think it's going to be so helpful to the people, uh, to everybody, actually. I mean, everybody needs the best, needs to be the best they can be. And I think everybody's trying to be happy. So thank you yep. so much for those uh, tips and those insights. My pleasure. And I'm excited about peak annual wellness. I'm excited about people being proactive about their health. So congratulations and thank you for doing this. Yes, absolutely. Thank you again, Stephanie Dumont, for being on the show. Thank you for listening to today's episode. For more information or to schedule your annual wellness visit, please visit us online at peakawc.com. That's P-E-A-K-A-W-C dot com.